Welcome to Tuesday, June 6th. Friends? Friends? Come on, today we're talking about some chart-topping efficiency, first in uh, uh, amazing service scheduling, and Paul on a Windows talking Apple. I didn't get there. <laughs> I can tell you really, really bad. I wanted to get to that last part so bad that I was anxious about it. I wanted to tell everyone that you're on a Windows computer. I'm not on a Windows computer. Oh, you're on a Mac? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That, I'm yeah. on a Mac. You're just so in a I'm, you're I'm in a room that sometimes has a Windows <laughs> I'm computer. Work, I'm working from home today, and I'm at the desk. My my son Miles, who's one of our editors, he's got his whole like the things you spend your money on when you're a kid, right? And he's got like these computers that he builds, and there's all these screens in front of me, and I'm not using any of them. I just have my Mac on a shoebox because it's a Windows machine, and it's like I don't know what to do with my hands. But so. that, that, where's the command button? <laughs> Look at the so command just, buttons, everything like you go from an Apple to a, to a PC and it's like true. you just lost your life. You're like, what's control? <laughs> I don't even know what control is. Never use that. Uh, <laughs> so true. It's so bad. Oh, so, uh, well, yeah. Good to be here with you today. we got a lot of stuff coming up. We're really excited. Um, we're just a week away from being in Atlanta for Let's our go. live tonight. Um at the Buckhead Theater. So that's going to be um, next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, June yep. 14th. And we have a whole list of speakers. We have the band from Nashville coming in. We have swag. We have amazing food. I believe it's being catered by the same catering company that does the Atlanta Falcons, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard well, that's our thing. Like player player stuff for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, yeah, not like, yeah, not like yeah, the like, whole the, stadium or anything. No, like that. which yeah. means we're getting the better stuff. Like, we get I don't the good care stuff. About the whole stadium yes, stuff. exactly. <laughs> and, and we're going to have a, do a screening of more in the cars. We're going to put on the full live tonight show. So if you are a dealer or work at a dealership and you're in the Atlanta area or can get there, please go to a so2x.com. You can get in for free. If you're an industry partner, it's only 49 bucks. We'd love to have you there. Uh, we're going to have the red carpet. Really memorable night. And, um, yeah, hope you can join us. Come on, real thing. Come on out. Hey, we are releasing new episodes of Auto Collabs. Um, if you've been a part of Asodu, the Asoduverse for a year or so, uh, we launched Auto Collabs about a year ago. There's been ebbs and flows in and out of it, but we're running hard, uh, releasing these really dynamic, slightly more long-form conversations. Not quite Joe Rogan style, uh, but a uh, but a good 20 to 30 minutes, depending on, on the conversation. And they're just people that you need to meet. Uh, if you're around auto and want to know who the movers and shakers, the people trying and working on the hardest things or caring for the people the most, you're going to want to check out Auto Collabs. So uh, today we've got uh, a really, really cool Canadian named Devin Suli that you've got to hear his story and what they're doing up there in Canada. So check that out. It'll be online at noon Eastern today, uh, streaming as well as on all the podcast pla podcast platforms. So and check it's it out. Auto Collabs, C-O-L-L-A-B-S. All right, let's get into some news. Let's go. All right, Kia has retaken the top spot in its U.S. inventory efficiency scale, surpassing total, uh, Toyota, according to Cloud Theory's index, backed by a strong performance of the Telluride and the Sportage. Those are two amazing vehicles that are crushing it. Kia scored a 155 on the index, while Toyota slid to 149.6. Uh, Lexus and Honda also made significant gains. So basically, this inventory efficiency index gives a score to auto brands based on active inventory and sales data relative to competitors. So a score below 100 signifies that supply exceeds demand. They have more cars than they can sell. 
And once you start going over 100, it indicates that the brand's vehicles are selling more efficiently than average. So that more people want them than you have, and you're getting them out to the customers. It's a good problem to have. It um, is, yes. <laughs> and so, um, although that is the whole national score, regional scores can vary, obviously, with different reps and different dealers in different regions. Um, but basically, Kia, Lexus, Toyota, and Honda uh, are dominating, are winning in at least two of the regions across the country. So... Um, I guess Kia has just really stepped up its efficiency game. I mean, if and, and if you look at the data on a day's supply of new car inventory, right, you see that that's the, the reality, right? These these four brands are consistently uh, like low on the day supply and inventory. They're, they're managing their day supply well. Their dealers are, are more profitable. I've talked to a couple of dealers recently. They're like, man, Hyundai, Kia, I've got those stores. They're just running and gunning. They're top money. of my list. We prioritize a lot of their stuff in marketing and advertising because we know that customers love the cars. They're profitable. Um, it's a good customer base. So uh, it's not a surprise to me that those brands are hanging in there. And, you know, back eight, 10 years ago, if you would have told me, you know, Hyundai and Kia are going to be at the top of the list for sales efficiency, customer satisfaction, you know, dynamic vehicles quality, that are taking build quality. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have laughed you off the face of the planet. Um, so kudos to a lot of this turnaround that they've had over the last eight to 10 years and, and the stuff that they're doing in the amazing. market. Yeah. It's been amazing. Uh, speaking of, I don't know. The turnaround? Segway. We just needed it. We tried. Sometimes you just we need tried. one. Sometimes you just got to do it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the 2023 PSI Service Telephone Effectiveness Study by Pied Piper ranked the 17 largest auto dealer groups based on the ease of scheduling service appointments by phone. So how easy is it to get a service schedule or service appointment by phone? The pause. Pause. Before the you, eternal challenge. Before you say this. <laughs> before you go there. We've got a nail in the tire of our Toyota. Right now. Do you really? Yeah. Not a joke. Slow leak. Not a big deal. Right? I'm telling you what. You want to talk about just a rigmarole of trying oh. to figure out the chat platform and the calls and does the person answering the phone call and can I actually open the service scheduler on the website of the three local dealers to me? I mean... I get why there's even there shouldn't have to be a study about this, but there is because it is like I'm in the industry and I'm like throwing my hat across You're the room. Still having a problem. You're still All right, having a problem. give him the you data, the, Paul. Give him the, the data. Nail is? What? You know where the nail is? I know exactly where it is. It can be filled. Yeah, it's not on the it's not on the oh, sidewall. Yeah, it's twelve ninety nine at AutoZone and a little call with your buddy here. I could coach you right through that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You're like, nah, I ain't got no time. There's for that. thing called time. <laughs> There's a thing called time. <laughs> it, yeah. it will be faster than scheduling a service appointment. For a <laughs> so, group of, of the seventeen largest auto groups that made the list, Group One Automotive took the lead. Our friends there with a score of sixty five out of hundred. I was like, sixty five. About 100 is the top score. That's what it is. Followed by Berkshire Hathaway uh, Auto that got a 63 and the Ken Gareth uh, group who got a 62. So basically scores are derived from 39% uh, efficiency or 39 quality and data points. And 62% of the score comes from efficiency and 38% of the score comes on quality metrics so basically they call posing as a customer and then they start ranking it based on these of the 1700 
39 dealers included in the study, 13% had scores above 80, 20% had scores below 40. So the average was 58. Um, basically, Man. here's a quote from the, the uh, Pied Piper CEO, Fran O'Hagan. He said, customers who find scheduling service appointment difficult, vote with their feet by moving to another dealership or independent shop or postponing service. Postponing service is probably the biggest one because there's I, not much better going somewhere else. Yep. Like, been postponing service since Friday, legitimately, right? It's your like family vehicle. It's my family vehicle. And I'm like, yeah, we're like moving vehicles. I'm driving that one because, yeah, it's just it's un, you know, it's, it's like I get it. I'm right there, you know, so like the frustration is real, whether it be the online service schedule. And this is obviously phone calls because Pied Piper like prioritizes phone call type stuff. But, you know, when when you talk about just the ease and efficiency and the lack of ease and efficiency that it takes to schedule service, I would I would say. Like if you are right now not calling your service BDC or having your friends call your service BDC or whoever is answering your service phone calls a couple times a week to make sure and inspect that touch point, you just think about the number of people and the lifetime value of the customer on a dropped service phone call and the opportunity that you have to make a great customer impression or fail at customer impression right there, that touch point that moment of truth, as our as as Anne Marie on our team says, is so crucial to your long term viability and success as a brand. I I don't I don't know what else you you would want to inspect more often. So like if you're not a part of this study, if your group isn't part of the study, if your dealership wasn't a part of the study, make the study on your own because uh, okay. it is it is a great huge advice. customer satisfaction piece. It's the best way to like ruin a great sales experience. Yeah, absolutely. Have a really annoying service call scheduling experience right all of a sudden it's like eh, you know what maybe mm. i didn't eh, i'll yeah. go to somewhere else i know well speaking of amazing experiences Stop. segue time if you didn't catch it at yesterday's Apple uh, WWDC, so the Worldwide Developer Conference, the Apple, uh, the company Apple unveiled its much anticipated VR headset. They're calling it the Vision Pro, and it comes in at ba -da -ba -ba -ba! $34.99. The headset is over three times the cost of Meta Pro's, uh, Meta's Pro headset and seven times the cost of the most popular version. Headset features a high-resolution 4K display for each eye, impressive video pass-through, and advanced hardware interactions. Um, some of the really cool things that are able to happen is you can go between the real world and virtual view. So basically, like if you look at it, it's kind of goggles that have see through ability. So you can actually like keep it on and still interact with the real world or I mean, the it does look like you could go skiing in it. It does. Like everybody's calling it Apple's new <laughs> ski mask, right? Um, you can capture images and video and all you have to do is use your hand as the controller. So it's very like haptic and real world in the, in the way that like things are touched and felt. Um, you know, probably one of the most stunning parts of it that I saw was uh, the, the, 
the how they talked about viewing sports in this world where like the whole uh, the whole arena of what's possible in viewing sports is right there in in your world where you might be able to actually watch five sports games at a time plus see some interactive stats or <laughs> you know a little video a, a video vignette of the player that that just scored or 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 just some crazy stuff that might be able to happen in this virtual reality world around what's happening in actual reality it's wild did you know that so when you when you put these goggles on you can kind of see the user like you can see their eyes like yep. you can like see true did you know that's a screen you're not actually seeing through. yeah it's a video yeah it's a video you're looking at a video of the person's face that it's capturing on the inside Is that it's unreal? just I went between like looking at pictures of this on the website, like it's the goofiest thing I've ever seen, like just thinking of people walking around it. But then when I started to look at the demos, I was like, I bet the immersive experience is really cool because yeah. we have like the PS with the PlayStation VR goggles and my son has the Meta Quest goggles. And I was like, oh, I'm not putting those dumb things on. And then you put them on, you're like, okay, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, so I, like I, I love the fact that it's $3,500, right? It's more than my first car by a lot. Yeah, but when 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 I look at Apple, I always see them just going hard on value and price and just being like, nope, we're going to make the absolute best thing that nobody can touch right now. We're going to price it so that only the the only the people that really really want it that 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 can afford something that can engage with it at a super high level can afford it first. Um and, you know, it's it, the way they can make it. Now yeah. Apple stock reacted going into the event. Stock was getting bid up, right? Because people were really excited about it. When it was released, the stock price went back down um, because obviously it's very clear it's going to be a while before this is a mass adopted product yep. just because of the price point. Yep. Um, you know, for starters. And like Apple's been working on this for a long time and they did kind of make a concession and say, we're going to release the product even though they felt it wasn't really up to like the Apple experience because it's got a tether for a battery. You know, there's some things that yep. are very un Apple about it. Um, but that's what, what it takes to move things forward. I bet it's, it's a pretty amazing experience. Maybe I'll check one out at the Apple store. I'm not, I'm not ponying up $3,500 no, to, to not do a this chance. just yet. Not um, a chance. Well, there were some other cool things that happened yesterday at, at, at the announcement, like the, nah. the, the, <laughs> what? You don't think so? You didn't feel yeah. like, look, the new <laughs> no, iOS, man, here's the two things in the new iOS that I think are just magical <laughs> for me. I knew you were going to bring up an iOS thing. Yeah. So it. the first thing is like, do you ever get those, those voice memos in text and you're like, Oh, is it going to transcribe them? It transcribes it Thank right goodness. there in the voice memo in text. So you don't have to worry what's behind <laughs> that creepy voice message that you have no clue what's about to happen in the room full of people that you have no clue what the person like our friend Brad Pascal put behind that dang you voice have message. no idea the, because just the anxiety. Al, who our, Al, who is our event director, right. just like two days ago. He sent me a voice message like, guys, ah, probably on the run. And then they sent me another one. I responded in text like, I just don't read them because I don't have time or I'm somewhere where I can. Yes. And I finally was like, hey, <laughs> it's like if you send me a voice memo, I'm not just use voice to text. I'm not going to see. I was like, actually, oh. it'd be easier if you sent me a voicemail. I can't believe I'm going to say. This. Right. Yeah, because it transcribes. So now that'll transcribe. The other piece that I think is amazing is when uh, someone's leaving you a voicemail on an Apple phone on an on uh, with the new iOS is when you send it to voicemail it will in real time 
transcribe that voice message on the screen with that person's photo up and allow you to bump in and answer that call as they're leaving a voicemail. That's old school call screening. Remember that? Isn't that like, unbelievable? Yeah, it's like send them a voicemail. Like, what are they talking well, that, about? Boom, hit them. Listen, Brian Ortega <laughs> is watching the stream right now, so I'm going to say this for him because you know the life where you would come in or someone would call on the old school phone and you'd let the the voice the voice. You oh know yeah, what I mean? and like, it's through the, the whole house. Machine. You got the three hey, voicemails. There used to someone be a thing called an answering. No, no, kids. There was literally an answering machine. I know, and yeah. it was set next to your phone. I know you know this, but there's a lot of people in here that never had one of these. <laughs> And it would sit there next to your telephone on the table. And when someone would call, everybody would be like, nobody pick it up. Nobody pick it up. Right. And then, and then you'd wait to see if it's someone you wanted to talk to. And right. then, like, you could pick it up. And everyone knew they were getting screened, right? Yes. Hello? I know you're there. It's so perfect. Yeah, the other piece of that is you'll be able to actually set what your ring visual looks like. So, like, you can set the screen that comes up if someone else has a, an Apple phone. You can set what comes up on, like, everybody else's phone. So, like, your little vibe and your little like oh, the way your name man. is said that's, and stuff like cool. that I'm excited about that. that's a big branding play like that that's a personal branding play you know yep. i love it going, going full sunglasses kudos to apple here. if you haven't gone to apple.com and you don't have that you should check it out because it all like here's the, here's how you know tie this down right before we get a little too crazy that's too late apple <laughs> apple has become the the like the way that we interact with the world, even Android apps start to mirror the way that, that, that Apple starts to define the way we interact with technology and interact with purchasing uh, processes. And so if, we, if you are in retail or in consumer experience or in user experience, recognizing where Apple is heading and starting to tune your business to customer expectations based on that is extremely important. So your team should be heads up on that. Even if you're not developing a web app or changing your website or anything like that, you should be aware of the changing customer expectations based on the way that Apple drives the world. There you go. Boom. I think that, I think hey, that's a show. That's a show. Had to tie it down. But today's a Tuesday. Say we got customers to serve. Doesn't matter if you're in VR goggles or in the real world. People <laughs> matter. Get out there. Serve someone. Let's go.